0: Thanks for listening to the Revival Today podcast with Evangelist Jonathan Shuttlesworth. To stay connected, check us out on Instagram, Facebook, or online at revivaltoday.com. Now, here's Evangelist Jonathan. Lift both hands to the Lord. I bless you in the name of Jesus. I bless everything that pertains to your life in the name of Jesus. This time of prayer and fasting will not be a waste it'll produce explosive harvest in every area of your life. In Jesus' name. This year will be like 20 years wrapped in one year. In Jesus' name. I declare an end to every lingering conflict in your family, in your home, in your body, in Jesus' name. Any money you spent to get to Pittsburgh and lodging and uh, post 6 p.m. food, i it to be multiplied back to you. In Jesus' name. Everybody said amen. amen. Give the Lord a great big hand clap. You can be seated. This room is filled with high-level people. Because I know most of the people as I'm looking around. All different kinds of people, high-level people. High-level pastors, high-level evangelists, high-level business people, high-level people all over this place. Uh, Brother Daniel, come up with your wife real quick. Let everybody see you. Quickly, yeah, sometime before prayer ends. These are two of the top crusade evangelists in the world. They're in their early 20s. How many were in attendance at the last crusade? The last crusade you did, how many were in attendance? Over 100,000 people. And I saw the pictures and video, so he's not lying. And that, uh, How old are you now? You okay? Listen, don't let the pressures of ministry because you slip into drug abuse. 24 years old, 100,000 in attendance. You can be seated. Congratulations. So proud of you. So when I, I'm not saying it to, like, butter the crowd up that we have high-level people. That's two of the people. And, and different people. How many of you are here from out of state? So e- even to come to something like this from out of state, you're a different level of person. I'd love to come to Pittsburgh, but I live in Ohio. <laughs> that's not you. <laughs> Amen. So there, there are, there's, there's higher levels and lower levels in people's thinking. And uh, that's why the, the, these meetings have been so great. And I know this week's going to be a special week because I thought most people would plan, of course, I didn't announce it far enough in advance probably, but I thought most people would take their three days to be here from out of state when Dr. Rodney or um, uh, Dr. Jesse or my uncle were here, but it seems like most people are waiting until the, the third week to come to Pittsburgh, which is going to make for a, an amazing week, so um, I want you to set your faith to finish the fast strong, and I think people are doing that anyway. I've, I've been reading, you know, uh, week one when we started doing the broadcast, so after six, can I eat as much as I want? And then now it's like people are saying, like, I've just been not eating. I've been taking not some days and not breaking at six. Because you're, you're growing. That's what fasting and prayer does. Fasting and prayer is like a muscle. When I think of what I used to do as a fast in my 20s a lot of times, uh, I wouldn't even count it as fasting now. But the important part is I got started. You know, when you're having a large bowl of cream-based lobster bisque, yes, it is, sp- it is technically a soup, but it's like 1,200 calories. And I, I still, I felt like I was dying. And my mom was no help. She already thought I was too thin when I wasn't fasting, so she was the one making the lobster fish. Then I finished, she, have another bowl, it's fine. <laughs> Meanwhile, Esau's watching me going, that's what I lost the whole thing of. <laughs> but I got started, and you did. You know, people are like experts at beating themselves up. I'm just having a lot of trouble in my faith. Meanwhile, they're at a 12 o'clock uh, one, uh, uh, Monday Pentecostal prayer meeting. I'm just not really doing much. Mo- no, you're, you're okay. We're not having this conversation at orientation day at Teen Challenge. Amen. <laughs> you're in the right spot. So, yeah, we all, need, we all have progress to make. And God's going to increase us. You're never going to hit a point where there's no further to go, but you're doing very well. I was watching somebody in particular, I was talking to my nephew uh, last night when we were playing video games. I said, to watch somebody that wouldn't even come to church, then pray seven straight hours. And I watched them with their hands lifted, praying in tongues, and they wouldn't go to church. And then now they're at all night prayer. You should, then, not to pat yourself on the back or anything, but there should be like a little back patting of yourself. (laughs) Because some of you wouldn't have even been in church on Easter let alone at noon on Monday in January. Some of you never fasted your whole life. You'd get irritable if there wasn't a snack in between meals. <laughs> and then now you've conquered your stomach for, for 15 straight days. And you're doing great. You're, you're headed in the upward direction. Can you say amen? amen. And then it, it'll get easier. Uh, this year it'll be easier to fast because we're going we're gonna to keep Wednesdays as our day of fasting and prayer. And the Wednesday night will be the Breakthrough service. It's actually easier if you do it that way than you do one big one and then never do it again till January. If you stay, because you're going to watch, I think even as we come to the end of this fast, you're starting to make plans of like, you know what, when this time of fasting is over, I'm not eating this, this, and this anymore. And I'm going I'm to try to skip breakfast and wait till maybe 2 p.m. You're already thinking like that. So if you stay in that flow, and don't be like Samson, do you know Mardi Gras in New Orleans? You ever heard of it? I knew the one lady had because she's wearing uh, purple and yellow beads still from last year. <laughs> Do you know what Mardi Gras is? Lent is Wednesday. Lent, the Catholic day of fasting. And, and Louisiana is, is the, maybe the most Catholic state there is. Their counties aren't even called counties. They're called parishes after each church that was in each county. So think of this. Wednesday was the fast. So Tuesday was Mardi Gras. Tomorrow I'm going to fast and go to church. So tonight I'm going to take my shirt off and get drunk. And I'm going to eat myself into a coma. Don't do that. Now, obviously not that. But the principle of it is an easy principle to fall into. Where, And you know who lived like that in the Bible? Samson. The anointing would come upon him. He'd win a great victory. And then he'd let the anointing lift and go hook up with a prostitute or just disengage from spiritual things. Don't allow, like the tone you're setting for your life today. Let that be the tone for your life. Where you don't slip in and out of the anointing. I need a miracle. Oh, God. Then you get the miracle. All right, back to life. Live like you're living now for the whole year. And I don't mean fasting till 6. I mean, what happens during fasting and prayer, whether you want to or not, is it makes a God-first lifestyle for 21 days. God is it, the first thing that happens when you wake up is you go to get breakfast and think, oh, God. <laughs> God before breakfast. God's the first thing on your mind when you wake up. God, you're here in the afternoon. Jesus, in, you people are Jesus in the morning. Jesus, Yeah, we are. Now, when the fast breaks... Don't go into Mardi Gras. Now we can eat. And you lost 11 pounds on the fast, and you gained 14 in the first three days <laughs> that, that you, 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 you come out of it. And, and you can eat. We're going to eat. We're going to serve food when we break the fast on Sunday night here. But what I'm saying is, if look at the breakthroughs you've seen already. Anybody had any breakthroughs before the fast is over? Or just us? Just me and Dallas. We're headed back to Daystar. On, um, where am I going? Thursday morning? Yeah. They're having us back on eight days after they, they, they had us. And it, it's, just, it's just a brand new open door. Christian television's a big deal. That, that station's a big deal. People watch it. And um, I wasn't even on that channel this time last year. We had asked to be on in 2021, and there were no slots open. And they weren't, they weren't interested. And, uh, and then now you go from that to this. So fasting and prayer, just, it just keeps greasing the wheel in, in a forward direction. So I want to encourage you not only to finish strong this week, but uh, keep this thing, mindset, whatever you want to call it, this God-first lifestyle, keep it the whole year. And that's why it'll be good that we fast on, on, on Wednesdays because it just kind of will drag that. Through the whole year where there's no it's a risk to take a spiritual vacation it's a risk to take a vacation from your covenant all right you know we're not we're not doing that we're not doing reverse Mardi Gras okay we did Lent now let's go nuts let's go to the French Quarter and do every vice and that's what a lot to a lot of people that's what Christianity is you go to church on Sunday and pay your dues to God and then you go do what you want the next six days and come back guilty that's what Samson did he ended up blind and in captivity before very long, but if you do it the other way like a lot of other Bible characters did where it's God first all the time like Daniel Those that turn many to righteousness shall shine like the stars forever Those that know their God shall become strong and do exploits in his name then the the power you're you're receiving now It'll just keep growing every week is watering the seeds that were planted in the first three weeks and those, that scripture, no eye has seen, no ear has heard, nor has it ever entered into the heart of man what God has reserved for those who love him. I'm telling you, if you'd have told me six years ago that I, I would charter a plane to go to Dallas to be on Daystar Television as a featured guest and then go, come back and do it again in eight days and never even feel the expense of it, I'd have said, I'll tell you what I'd have said. I'd have lifted my hands and went, amen, because I know that's what you're supposed to say. But in my mind, I'd said, like, yeah, I don't think so, my friend. And I used to hear people preach, like, I know what it's like to sit in the crowd and then talk about uh, uh, supernatural homes and supernatural land. And you're thinking, I have just enough money to buy a frozen bag of mozzarella sticks <laughs> to put in my deep fryer. And that's what I'll be eating for the next three days. Adonis and I, we, the stuff we ate, we had a deep fryer in our little apartment, $600 a, a, a month. And it wasn't even an apartment, really. It was an assisted living center for older folks. And then they had so many people die that a bunch of rooms popped open, so they rented it out to the general public. That was us. And I didn't have credit to qualify for it. I had to talk my way into it. We did your credit score. We're not going to be able to rent it to you. I said, listen, I understand that, so why don't I mitigate your risk? What if I pay the whole year in advance, which I had no. I couldn't have paid. <laughs> I didn't have any money. And they said, oh, well, if, you, if you're willing to do that, then, then we'll work something out. And they let me have it. That was our first apartment. So then we had no, no come back, you know, some, one place we preached, they didn't even give us the offering, never sent it. So we just lost money driving down and come back, no money, no income bills. So we, gave a, we had a sack of mozzarella sticks from Costco and ate that for like four days. Yeah, we're the only people since the 1800s that were getting scurvy. We're getting like old, old sailor diseases from not having vitamin C and just cheese. But those days are over. And I was doing exactly then what I'm doing now, starting the year in fasting and prayer. And we went from there to 800 square feet in Virginia Beach to then no employees. And then Magalha's part-time that I hired her part-time in case the ministry slowed down that I wouldn't have to fire her. I could just reduce her hours to zero. (laughs) That's where I was at. But I'm not there anymore. And it took me a while, maybe I'm dense or slow, but it took me a while that I actually had a point probably, it took me till about two years ago, where I realized this thing's never going to run dry. I kept thinking I hit like a hot streak or a lucky streak, and then you keep wait, waiting for things to regress. You know, even like the first year, Patrick's back there smiling because he's been along a on the ride with me. You know, you have a, your first year where a million dollars comes into the ministry. It seems like astronomical. Then you start thinking how the money came in. You think, like, well, that, that lady, like, there was a lady at a church who said, I just remembered I had $21,000 in a bank account, and I felt the Lord speak to me to give it. She wasn't rich. She was on assisted living. She was an older woman, and she gave the 21000 in the offering. And the pastor was telling me, he's like, she's never given more than $50. She's an assistant. She remembered an account that she had. Who forgets about twenty-one dollars <laughs> And she, she put it. So you start thinking about stories like that. You're thinking, what are the chances of that happening again? If I go back to that church, that can't all happen again. The stuff that was miracles, yeah, great. But who's to say they're going to happen again? It doesn't, it's, it doesn't. It defies logic. So at some point, you just come to grips with the fact that this thing defies logic. It's not natural. It's supernatural. And all I have to do is if you will obey the terms of the covenant, and we're doing it. If you go to this church, we haven't picked out three of the nine terms of the covenant that we're comfortable with and leave the other six. If you go to Revival Today Church, you can be confident you're obeying every part of the covenant. Don't emphasize tithing that much in the modern church because people don't like it. The covenant doesn't work by what people like or don't like. They work on obeying all the terms of the covenant. So my goal is actually not to attract a lot of people in the church to live uh, 50% of the covenant. If it's just me and Adonis and a few other people that are obeying the terms of the covenant, then I'm going to do Christianity right. I'm not going to invent my own Christianity that, that, that's, that's feasible for Western culture. But you know what I found, and this has been the delight of my life. How many of you were there yesterday? There's a lot of people. People are hungry to obey the terms of the covenant. They're looking for somebody to lead the way, and that's all we're doing. Adonis and I and the leadership of Revival Today, we're leading the way. Everything we plan, everything we announce is a Bible thing. That as you engage in it, you're engaging in the terms of the covenant And as you do, it gives God pleasure. It's his pleasure to pour out those things to the people that are engaging the covenant. You don't have to figure out how it's going to come in. You don't have to try to make things happen or open doors. Just obey and exercise your faith. Thank God for increase and open doors. And God will make happen this year what it would have taken you to do 20 years in the flesh and end up with heart problems and high blood pressure, and you'll skip all that too. His yoke is, and his burden is. You read about, and I'll let you go, you, you read about Daniel praying all the time, three times a day. Then when he goes in the lion's then you don't read about him praying at all. He just went to sleep. When you pray when other people are sleeping, you can sleep when other people are praying. So this year, you won't have to react to anything. I already did all my... Not that you did all your praying, you're not going to pray the rest of the year, but I I took care of that in prayer. I didn't pray all night, seven and a half hours, and the Holy Ghost not deal with that thing. So my life's covered. I already covered my life in prayer. I mean, just that day, let alone the other 20 days, been up praying all through the night. We prayed. We didn't talk about prayer. We didn't do a conference on the importance of prayer. We prayed from 1030 till six in the morning. So congratulations in advance on paying the price that champions pay to have a life that others don't ever have. You're going to be great in your generation in Jesus' name. The greatest blessings and miracles that you and your family have ever seen. That's going to be 2023, the greatest year you've ever had in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. If you receive that, give the Lord a great big hand clap and shout. Be Samson, I mean be Daniel, don't be, don't be Samson. <laughs> when Samson got captured, they gouged his eyes out, no problem. When they captured Daniel, nothing could touch him. Because Daniel didn't slip in and out of the anointing and in and out of prayer. Stay in it. You can live in the Holy Ghost. You don't have to be a weirdo. You see, maybe that's why the Lord is using me to do that. It's to show you, you can live in the anointing and not be a, a weirdo. You don't have to contort. your, just be anointed. Just listen to the voice of the Holy Spirit. Be, you know, be Shower and iron your clothes and stuff. You don't have to make a choice between those two things. Nobody functioned in society better than Jesus. He could function with anybody. He could function with publicans and sinners. He could function with high-level government officials. And nobody was more full of the Holy Ghost than him. So being full of the Holy Ghost doesn't make you unable to function in society. It makes you able to function at a high level in society. People seek you out and want, want to know, like Billy Graham, every president wants him at the White House, even whether they're Christian or not. There's, there's a, a demand on you because the anointing's on you, mm-hmm. amen? Yes. You're going to have a great year, yes. and this week's <laughs> going to be a part of that. I'm excited about this week. I have an excitement in my spirit. I have an excitement for the meetings. Dr. Bob Rogers is going to be here Wednesday and Thursday. He wrote the book on fasting and prayer. His books were the only books written on the subject since Franklin Hall wrote them in the 1940s. And then Jensen Franklin basically compiled his stuff and re-released it. So you're going to hear a great man of God Wednesday and Thursday that pastors in Louisville, Kentucky. He's the one that baptized Colonel Sanders from Kentucky Fried Chicken. Got him saved, baptized him in the full outfit he, was, he wears on the sign. So uh, this is going to be an awesome week. I'm looking forward to it. We're going to have fun. Great job leading prayer, Brother Kofi. You can tell he actually prays in his private time. So glad you're here from Nevada. You guys know each other? Or just met here? Met here? All to come pray. That's awesome. We're, there's great people here. You know, Friday night in the snow to have people line up at 5.15 p.m. for a 7 o'clock meeting. Don't tell me America's finished. America's such a wicked day. Shut up. I'm an American. I'm not wicked. I was in a packed room all, all for 14 days, I've been in packed rooms with people from all over the nation that have not bowed to bail or kissed his face. So don't tell me Americans are so wicked. No, you're on Twitter too much. Somebody filming one person in North Philadelphia knock another person out at a Wendy's is not America. That's Wendy's. And it's one Wendy's. Amen? I had a pastor contact me. and said, for all night prayer, can you please devote some of the time to pray because there's a, a gathering of Satanists. They're calling it satan con satan convention in a certain city i said it's not worth praying about i said no one will come he wrote amen i said no i'm telling you no one comes they've been having those since the 90s they have 60 people come i'm not praying about 60 people that had hot topic gift cards (laughs) they're not even real satanists they don't have any power (laughs) let's see who has the power okay (laughs) i wouldn't even pray i would just suplex you I'm going to pray about that. Sixty guys with eyeliner on. And black hoodies. You're not a Satanist. Satan's like, I don't know them. They're kind of losers. <laughs> They're like the nerds of Satanism. <laughs> yeah, I'm not praying about things that are already under my feet. They actually want the church to pray about that and post on Facebook. They do, you do all their marketing for them. Just let them have their little quiet nothing event and go away. They're going to erect a statue to Satan in Oklahoma. Okay, we need to pray about it. No, you don't. Find three rednecks with pickup trucks. <laughs> give them some rodeo tickets. And the statue will be gone in the morning. <laughs> no need to pray. Amen. My prayers aren't devoted for the the devil. The devil got dealt with. My prayers are focused on me receiving a stronger anointing and going forward into my destiny. The devil can't do anything about it. The only one that can take me out of my covenant is me. I'm not doing it. Neither are you. So one more time, congratulations on the best year that you've ever had. Give the Lord a celebratory hand clap. <laughs> I'm telling you, if I was at that Satan con thing, I wouldn't even pray or anything. I'd just stand out and point and laugh. <laughs> nice eyeshadow. My grandma uses that exact same brand. You look great. Was Elijah praying against the prophets of Baal? Or was he was he Don Ricklesing them? Perhaps your God's taking a leak. That's in the Bible. Perhaps your God's old and deaf and can't hear you. Speak up, pray louder. Just having fun. You folks done yet? You're all bloody. Might want to get some pressure on those wounds. You done? All right. Now I'm going to show you how it's done. He went and prayed a 14-second prayer and blew it up. Can I tell you something? That's what 2023 is going to be. The devil's already failed in his attempt at America, and now it's the church's turn. Let fire fall on this country one more time in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The prophets of Baal have already failed. Hey, I hear the sound of an abundance of rain. Well, since I'm over time, let me just throw one more thing in. If you're watching online, I'm going to un- unveil this at some point before we finish prayer and fasting. When you go back from Kentucky, Oh, good. Alright, I won't say bye then. Love you guys. Great people all over this place. Um, we're gonna. We're gonna allow, we're going to, how do I phrase this? We're going to allow the Lord to use us to do what Kofi prayed, and that's start churches all over the nation. I don't mean like, so we have another campus 35 minutes from here for people that have trouble driving 35 minutes. Idaho's on my heart, Arizona's on my heart, Nevada's on my heart, Montana, and the rural towns there are on my heart. So I'm going to crowdsource this. If you see churches for sale, send them in. We're going to put a thing up on the website this week. And I don't know what we'll call it officially, but then we're going to have Bible college students graduating in a year and a half. That'll give us churches to send them to. If you see churches up for sale, send them to us that are in good condition. Then we don't have to get it rezoned or anything. And um, Kingman, Arizona is on my heart. Reno, Nevada is on my heart. Idaho, Montana, uh, r- rural places out west. I just when I drive out there, there's like nothing, and the churches are closed or whatever. So, let me know. Not you'd like to. am not. And again, let me be clear on this. This is not. Today is looking to split churches in little towns all over the west. I don't mean split, split one. I mean if a church goes up for sale. A real one, not part of a strip mall that was released. I'm talking like a church building with property and parking and rusted out swings and a water fountain with green moss growing on the (laughs) lip guard. A a church. A a real church. If if you see one, if you see something, say something to us. See you tonight 7 o'clock. God bless you. Hey, this is Jonathan Shuttlesworth. I want to thank you for listening to my podcast, or if you're listening to my wife's. Thank you on her behalf. If you want to be more than just a casual listener and stand with us as we take the message of the gospel of Jesus Christ to our generation, go to RevivalToday.com and click Give Now and be a part of the 1,000 monthly partners that we're believing for. I have a special gift that I'll send to you today, and I'll say thank you in advance. Until next time, thanks for listening. See you later.